Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to examine uh, the Gospel of John. We're in the 16th chapter. Remember, Jesus is still speaking. And if you've been with us in the previous episodes, you know we've spent many episodes uh, examining John to start with, but there's been many in chapters 13, 14, 15, and up to this part in 16. And Jesus is speaking in the midst of all this. These are the last words that he's speaking to his disciples while he's still here on earth prior to the time that he's crucified. He's killed. So we pick it up where we left off last time, John 16, verse 22. Remember what it said? Jesus said this, So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. I think that's something that we so need to remember that needs to just be echoing so within our spirits. That if we're true believers, now folks, you know, you hear me emphasize that all the time, okay? True believers, not just religionists, not just people that just go to church, not people that just go and do good deeds, but people who have truly repented, who've truly re- confessed and called upon the name of the Lord, people who have been truly saved, okay? They have been truly saved. They're not just playing some game. They're not deceiving themselves. He says, if that is you... And you can know this, your heart is going to rejoice, even though there's going to be times of sorrow, and no one can take that joy from you. I believe you can choose not to walk in the joy. That's the reason the Lord had told him in the previous chapter to abide in him, always abide in him. But no one can take you and rob you of that joy. Now, verse 23, in that day, <coughs> what day? Well, the day we just talked about. There's going to be a day in the near future right now. Uh, where there's going to be tremendous sorrow. And he he had told him, he said, there's going to be sorrow, but you know what? During the time that you're sorrowful, the world will rejoice. Okay, But the time's coming when you're going to be rejoicing. In that day, you will ask nothing of me. What? He'd been already told him two or three times, I think, that whatever you ask in my name, I will grant unto you. But listen to what he says here in verse 23. In that day... You will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give to you. Now, that's an interesting little nuance and an interesting truth right here. You know, so often when it comes to the Godhead and the triune nature of the Godhead, Father, Son, Spirit, uh, we get a little confused and we don't really know what's happening within that, okay? And you'll see that people will emphasize certain elements, and they'll say this and say that. The Lord tells us a great deal about the triune nature of God in the Gospel of John. We've examined a lot of that to this point. What he's saying now is, I'm going to be with the Father. You're going to ask in my name, but you're not asking me. You're asking of the Father, you know, we forget this profound truth. Let me tell you what it is. We forget this profound truth all the time. Jesus came at the behest of the Father. He came, was obedient to the Father. He came to the earth, lived the life that he lived, did everything that he did, was killed, buried, rose again from the dead to provide salvation for mankind. Okay? He did that to reconcile us to the Father, Okay, to put us in right relationship to the Father. And so sometimes people actually get a little uncomfortable when you start telling them, well, we need to worship the Father and give thanks to the Father. And they say, well, yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, because we're so used to giving thanks to Jesus and worshiping Jesus, which we should. 
And then people get really nervous. If you'll say, thank you, Holy Spirit, or you praise the Holy Spirit, they say, oh, you're not supposed to do that. Jesus said, he does say in these passages, that the Holy Spirit will not speak of himself, but that he'll speak of me. He will glorify me. And there's a couple other passages that people seem to interpret. <coughs> it's like, well, no, we can't give any praise to the Holy Spirit. We forget that Father, Son, Spirit are all one. The Spirit resides in us, and when the Spirit resides in us, He told us in previous passages, folks, that the Father and Son abides within us. So now He's just focusing their prayer a little bit. He's saying this, truly, truly, which means, hey, guys, listen to me right here. I'm telling you the truth on this. Whatever you ask of the Father in my name, He will give to you. Now, verse 24 continues the thought. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Well, why have they not asked anything in his name? And that goes back all the way to uh, uh, Moses in the burning bush. The name uh, encompasses all that is God, all that is the Lord Jesus Christ, their character, who they are. And so why had they not asked in his name? Well, he had been with them and they didn't know. They didn't know that this is what they were going to be doing. But now he's saying, I'm leaving you. I'm departing from you. And you can know this. Whatever you ask of the Father in my name, verse 24, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Now, obviously, he's talking about a different kind of joy than what the world states is joy. And sadly, what a lot of professing believers will say is joy, because a lot of times they'll associate joy with pursuit of things, whether that be stuff or money or relationship or power or whatever it is. And they ask and they ask and they ask from selfish motivation. Paul actually winds up having to clarify this with, um, I think it's over in Timothy maybe where he wrote it, I'm not sure, where he says, you ask and you ask and yet you receive not because you ask amiss, you request amiss. And he says this, he says, you're asking based upon your selfish desires. That's not what Jesus is talking about here. He's saying, if you abide in me, remember the whole context of this, chapter 15, chapter 16, if you abide in me, if you stay in me, then whatever you ask of the Father in my name will be granted to you because what we ask of the Father will be what he wants to grant to us. In other words, we will have received his mind we will know what it is that he desires. As somebody asked me that the last couple of days, as a matter of fact, a couple of times the last couple of days with a couple of people of how you know what it is that God wants you to do. How do you know where the Spirit is leading you, how the Spirit is leading you? And it's related to this right here, that if we abide within him, if we are in him as he is in us, then we will give heed. We will hear. He will guide. Remember what, what he said the Spirit would do. The Spirit would guide us. The Spirit would teach us. The Spirit will remind us of the teaching of the Lord. And so having that, when we ask, we know that we're asking based upon the mind of the Father himself. And what is the outcome of that? <coughs> he tells us in verse 24, excuse me, that your joy may be full. That is a joy that goes way beyond what the world has to offer. That is a joy that is far beyond what most people experience now, even as believers, because we get sort of confused about that. We equate joy 
uh, with strictly emotionalism. And it's not that, it, yes, it does have an emotional aspect. The Lord made us emotional creatures. But if we ask, if we ask in that way, he will grant. And he's doing it to where our joy will be complete. So you want the joy of the Lord? Abide within him. You want the joy of the Lord? Seek the heart of the Father and see what he does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, do ask, pass the word about these times together, okay? Encourage one another uh, to your email list and your um, uh, your social media sites and all that kind of stuff, Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of thing. Uh, just make a mention of it, and I so greatly appreciate it. See you next time. Goodbye.